okay? So I really want to make sure that you have that piece of the puzzle. And lastly, taking the time to really think, you know, when trying isn't working and learning what to do in that moment, you will have a constructive, systematic approach to next steps instead of constantly being in crisis mode, okay? Those three benefits are you're going to gain instant perspective, you're going to give yourself a chance to stop reliving the past or endlessly future tripping, and you will have a constructive, systematic approach to next steps instead of constantly being in crisis mode. Pretty compelling, right? So give yourself a, back, a pat on the back for being here because Having the guts to face this question can help you pick yourself up and create the best possible circumstances for becoming a mom, regardless, my darlings, of where you have been, okay? This is critical. If you didn't want to improve your chances of getting pregnant now, you wouldn't be on this call. You're here because you know what you're doing isn't working. And that's a huge step, mama. It's super brave, and I'm very excited for all of you. So... So as we get started, I want to make sure, please close out any distractions. We've got a lot to get to today. And one of the critical pieces of the puzzle is going to be the Q&A section. So make sure you have a pen, some paper, take some notes, write down your ideas, write down your questions. This is your chance to learn lessons from someone who beat the odds on this journey and wants to help you do the same. What you're going to learn this morning is about thinking like a woman who achieves success on this journey. There is a, a logic and, and linear aspect to that, okay? There, there is kind of a system, if you, if you want to call it that, to thinking like success on this journey. This journey is unlike any other challenge you've faced. I don't care whether it's at work, at school, it doesn't matter. This is different and you've probably figured that out. So that means you've got to think differently about it. And since I wrote the book on how women succeed on this journey, think differently, I'm going to teach you some of that. And I can tell you that women who beat the odds have the mindset for it. And the coolest thing ever, my darlings, is that's something you can learn, okay? So I want you to be ready to ask, how can I apply these principles to my life? I don't want this to be an academic exercise because if that's all it's going to be for you, it's not going to help you. Okay. I really, I mean, the approach that I take to this is super practical. And the reason for that is I want you to be able to apply what you learn as soon as we're done here. Okay. As soon as we're done, like this isn't something that you have to ponder for the next two years. Okay. Like you can actually put this into effect today. Okay. So our format is going to be, I'm going to teach for about 30 minutes ish, and then we'll go straight into the Q and A. Okay. The next thing I want to do before we go any step further is I want to send a loving shout out to Joanne and the entire Circle and Bloom team for making this time we have together possible. By offering these workshops, Circle and Bloom demonstrates its commitment to empowering women on this journey. As a member of the Circle and Bloom community, you get that there's something to this mind-body connection. Well, with the education and information that Circle and Bloom is offering through me, you get to take that to the very next level. They are a beautiful marriage there. These, uh, the mind-body connection, learning to think differently, it all works together. So thank you to Circle and Bloom. Okay, so as we really begin to, to get into this, you know, when trying isn't working, you know, let's frame the problem here because look, when you're doing everything you know to do to get pregnant and nothing seems to be working, it can be the most devastating frustration and fear that you've ever faced in your life. 
It's like the walls are closing in on you and you're running out of options. And, you know, think about back to when you were first starting on this journey. You know, you were excited about having babies. You know, maybe you figured it might take a few months, but when a few months turned into six and then six months turns into a year and then a year turns to two, three or more, we can end up feeling like our lives are absolutely falling apart. We can feel like, well, what, what am I doing? Okay. Right. Like it's, it, it really is an existential crisis in a lot of ways. So we ask, what do we do? And the first thing that we typically do is we start chasing after every diet, treatment, lotion, potion we can think of that's going to be the cure. In fact, I was actually chatting with one of my ladies yesterday and it was hilarious because we were talking about how she had even heard that eating um, a certain fast food chain's french fries were going to help get her pregnant. I mean, I had heard a lot of things and you know, but I had never heard that. I'd also like a couple weeks before that, I'd actually heard like drinking molasses, you know, a few times a day. I mean, it's all kinds of this stuff that we just start chasing after. We spend countless hours Googling, researching until our eyes bleed, looking for the quote unquote answer. You know, the quest to get and stay pregnant begins to take over our lives. Everything we do, eat, think, speak, it's all about getting pregnant. And we can become isolated and at times frantic and desperate. Our relationships start to suffer. And this is when we really start beating ourselves up, torturing ourselves with the coulda, woulda, shouldas. And we get down the rabbit hole of endless negativity spirals, comparing ourselves to every pregnant woman we see. Our social media becomes an absolute minefield. Like it, it really starts to take over our lives. And the most heartbreaking thing about all of this is most of us are conditioned to believe that if all we do is just get the physical things right, our babies will get here. We think that all I need is the next state-of-the-art treatment, then boom, my baby's here. And for some people, that's true. But if success on this journey just came down to the right treatment and the perfect diet, then we'd all do those things and never spend a day of misery. We're talking about the miracle of life. It's not so logical and linear, right? Things on this journey are not that simple. And this is part of why when, when the things you are trying aren't working, why this can be so frightening and painful because it's like, well, what do I have left to grasp, right? And, you know, it can leave us feeling like, what more can I possibly do? And when we have done everything physically we can, we can't help but turn our attention to ourselves. And this is when we start asking spooky questions like, is it me? Did I, you know, am I being punished? Did I do something wrong? Am I unworthy? And, you know, we all kind of circle back and we're quietly asking this question that is all about the same. Like, is there something I'm doing to sabotage myself? Is there something, right? Like, because that's the scary question right? Like when you're, when nothing's working, you can't tell me that you haven't been, you know, stopped to consider, is it me? You know, is there something that I'm doing? Cause it, it's, it's human. And we all are worried. Like, is there something that I'm doing? And if you're a recovering perfectionist like me, that's when your perfectionism starts kicking, right? Like it starts, it, it goes crazy because we start agonizing. But at some point, you know, these questions, these questions can sound like blame, like, is it my fault? You know, do, am I being punished? It can sound like blame, but the reality is, is when we take the time, 
you know, and what I'm, what I'm going to be teaching you this morning is about asking intelligent questions, strategic questions, because if used intelligently, questions like, is it me? Am I the reason? Am I somehow sabotaging myself? Those are not questions that are meant to be an indictment of you. This is about awareness, okay? This is because when you ask smart questions intelligently on this journey, it can cause you to take a look at your whole strategy. And truly genius fertility strategy includes looking at the body and the mind. Most people miss the mind part completely, which puts a gaping hole in their strategy. But when you've got the body part nailed, my darlings, which undoubtedly you do, undoubtedly you do, because that's the first thing we go for, and it's tangible, right? It's, this, it's, it's the thing that we know to do. It's, it's most natural to us. So my guess at this point, educated guess, is that you've got the body part nailed, okay? But when that piece is not getting the result for you, you've got to look at the thoughts and beliefs that can be undermining your efforts. And this can be an incredible source of empowerment, which is why I'm super excited for you. And this is an opportunity for you to root out the self-sabotaging beliefs that can be holding you back from the success that you deserve. Okay, I want to underscore that. You deserve to have success on this journey. No woman who has done probably what you've been doing for months, if not years, isn't committed to be a mom, okay? So you deserve to have success as long as you continue to put your heart and your mind into this, okay? Like that's, that's pretty basic. And that's what I know to be true because women who are committed to success on this journey, they cover their bases, mind and body, right? Like nobody wants to look back on this time in their life with regret, like wishing I had done this or wishing I had done that. Like it's go time now, baby, right? You got to think like a fertility success so you can be a fertility success. Now, how do I know this? Well, my loves, before becoming a number one international best-selling author, teaching thousands of women across the globe how to transform their fertility journey and becoming the coach that even physicians go to who want success on their journey, I had to learn what I now teach the hard way. Okay. I spent years struggling with my own fertility while I was a prosecutor here in California. And I spent years in overwhelm, doing everything I knew to do physically to get pregnant, wondering why nothing was working. You name it, I did it. Okay. I, I held nothing back. I spent over a hundred grand in this process and no baby. Okay. No baby at the end of that. I beat myself up endlessly. I was feeling jealous and isolated. I was even worried that my husband would leave me for somebody younger and more fertile, you know, because I was doing exactly what you've done. I was doing everything I knew to do physically to get pregnant, but I was failing miserably when it came to a critical piece of the puzzle, and that was mindset. And as I said before, and it bears repeating here, is that the interplay between mind and body, it's undeniable. It's undeniable. It doesn't matter what physical ailment you look at, there is evidence for the mind-body connection. And, and that absolutely includes fertility. And what do we know today? We know that over 80 respected medical schools in the United States alone are including the you know, instruction about the power of thought and beliefs in their curriculum. And, you know, we, most of us, we just blow this off. We think, and we make that mistake. And it's one that I made for years. 
And the sad thing about that is that when your fertility team, they're working so hard, they're bringing their A-game, you know, I personally was quietly sabotaging my process with my negativity, my fear, and my doubt, and my deep-seated loves, this was deep-seated expectation to fail. And what was even crazier is I didn't even know I was doing it. Okay, that's the most insidious part of mindset is that sometimes we don't even know we're creating blocks for ourselves. And I was literally making everyone's job harder. But in the end, results don't lie. So I did what any smart woman with a goal does. I had to look for the missing link. I had to consider, like, I was doing my puritanically clean diet, lifestyle. You know, I had to look at what was the thing that was missing. And as a trial attorney, my work was about strategy and being 10 steps ahead of my opponent. And it blew my mind that I actually missed this. It blew my mind that I missed this because when I looked at all of the pieces, I lined everything up. I said, I'm doing everything everyone's telling me. I mean, I, I even, I was steaming my vagina with like fertility vagina tea. I was doing all kinds of crazy things. So I had all that nailed, but it was my thoughts and beliefs. And you have to ask yourself, does it make any sense to be getting state-of-the-art treatment, having the perfect diet, doing every supplement you can get your hands on while being trapped in crippling stress, making decisions from a place of fear, and literally flooding your body with toxic stress hormones, right? That, that you don't have to go to medical school to, to figure out that that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So I really want to underscore this for you, my loves. Your thoughts and beliefs directly dictate your choices and actions. Therefore, it unquestionably can impact your results, okay? It's the law of cause and effect. This is, this is not uh, rocket science here, but it's something that needs to be underscored. And I'm going to tell you, when I changed my mindset and broke free from the grip of constant fear, negativity, doubt, letting statistics and other people's opinions dictate what I believed, I was pregnant for the very first time within weeks. Seriously. It, it, it was absolutely unbelievable. And what was different? It was me. Okay. That's how powerful your mind can be. And this is why I do this work. It's why I'm 45 today. And, you know, you'll get to see me in a little bit, but I'm 45 years old today with a son who just turned two a few weeks ago, who was conceived naturally. Okay. After I was treated for years at a top 10 teaching hospital and basically all of the experts around me were telling me that that would never happen for me. So I beat the odds and I now coach women on six to seven continents to do the same. And so as you can see, what I'm teaching you, it's not theory and I am not guessing. These are gold nuggets, my darlings, that I mined after 10 years in the trenches between my own fertility journey and helping women around the world achieve success on theirs. So please, as we go through this material, write down your questions. This is an opportunity for you to ask somebody who has done it. <laughs> ask somebody who has created the success that you desire, my loves, okay? So, and after this call, if you want to dive deeper into this with me and get the mentoring that has helped change lives of women all over the world, I'll tell you exactly how to do that. So right now, get your pens ready because I'm going to teach you my steps for what to do when trying isn't working, okay? Now, the first step, this first no-fail step that you've got to take when you find yourself spinning and nothing is working and you want relief, you must train yourself, my loves, to take a step back way back. And 
because look, you're not going to find solutions to a problem from the mindset that created it. Okay. Because when we're spinning, we are caught in a thought loop. Okay. That thought loop that has you spinning, that is not going to help you find a solution. So what I recommend is that you, in that moment, you train yourself to immediately take a step back to what I call the 36,000 foot view of your journey. Okay. This is extremely important. So write that down. You've got to start training yourself to take a 36,000 foot view of your journey. And let me explain to you why I call it this, because literally, have you noticed how up in a plane, you know, if you've traveled, I was recently traveling over the past couple of weeks, I was up in a plane and all this, all that experience did was reiterate how powerful this one move can be if you use it intelligently is, you know, when you're up in a plane, you're at 36,000 feet, like everything looks different. You ever notice how everything on the ground looks so small it's relatively quiet. Um, you know, it's just everything is different. I don't know about you, but sometimes I get really like philosophical, you know, thinking, looking out the window, or maybe you're smarter than I am and you sit in the aisle, but I think you know, <laughs> you, you, you get the point is it takes you up and away from your life so you can get a sense of perspective. And if you look at your journey from this figurative 36,000 foot view, you can see things from, a, like I said, a completely different perspective. You can see for what feels like hundreds of miles. And that's a very different place to be than if you're stuck in the bottom of a dark hole, you can see a hell of a lot more at 36,000 feet. So let's do, I want us to try this out. I want you to see how this actually works. So please don't do this if you're driving, okay? Here's my, my lawyerly spiel for you. If you're driving, operating heavy machinery, or engaged in some other activity that requires your full attention, do not do this exercise right now. But if you are able to do this exercise, let's just take a few moments here. And I want you to just close your eyes. And I want you to imagine yourself that you're up in a plane. And let's say that you're in a beautiful, big, comfy first class seat and it's quiet. And just imagine yourself flying at 36,000 feet and take a moment to imagine that when you look outside the window, you can see behind you, you can see what's immediately around you, and you can see for miles and miles and miles what's ahead of you. And I want you to imagine that the ground below are images from your journey. See the past, the present, and the best that you can for the future. How much different does that feel? Just taking that step back, 36,000 feet, looking down at your past, seeing the present around you, and looking off into the distance to see the future. It is huge, my darling. Just taking a split second to do that small exercise. Imagine yourself be on any plane you wish. It's completely safe. You know, in your mind, in your mind's eye, this is a plane that nothing can happen to. There's no mechanical failure. You're in a beautiful, comfy, first-class seat. 
like totally Kim Kardashian and it's, you know, you're just safe and taking that step back. Look at the perspective that you can gain. That is what I want to train you to do is in that moment when you're feeling helpless, when you're feeling like nothing's working out, that there is no hope for you. Take a second, back up, get on your mental plane, get up to 36,000 feet and look at the perspective around you. Okay. And the most important thing about this is I want you to be very, very clear. What's different from this perspective? What's different? Because you cannot tell me it's the same. It is absolutely not the same. Okay. So that's the first step. I want you to get a 36,000 foot view of your journey. Okay. That is going, when you're spinning and nothing is working and you want relief, 36,000 foot view, baby. Okay. So the next thing that I want to share with you is the simple question that will silence second guessing and replaying the past once and for all, right? Oh man, we're all masters at this, aren't we? Like when we're, when it seems like nothing around us is working on this journey, we immediately launch into doing a postmortem on everything that we've ever done in our adult life, right? Like, should I have gotten married sooner? You know, should I have taken that job in Paris or, or whatever it is? You know, we start agonizing over everything that we've done. So the most important thing, you know, we even... Like some of my ladies, I mean, because I work with some of the most, I mean, these women that I work with are just at the top of their professional game. These are go-getters. These are women, lovably type A, control freaky, you know, make it happen women who just don't take no for an answer. And what I love is that, you know, it, they get into this thing where it's like, you know, you know, second guessing their doctor, you know, you know, they may have gone to law school, but they also think that they're physicians as well. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's super interesting what we do. So what do you do with that? Okay, so the first thing that you're gonna wanna do is you've gotta ask yourself a simple question. Okay, write this down. Write this down, because this'll work, all right? Where are my thoughts? Where are my thoughts? And let me, let me refine that, because I want you to understand what I mean by this. <clears throat> are you replaying the past? Are you catastrophizing about the future, or are you present? Because that's where our minds go. We're either reliving the past, replaying the past, catastrophizing about the future, or we're in the present. Okay? So the very first thing that you do if you, if you second guessing and you're just sick and tired of replaying the past is ask yourself, where are my thoughts? Literally ask yourself, am I in the past, present, or future? Because, I mean, this is strategic. And the reason for that is the only thing you have immediate control over is the present. Okay. So where are my thoughts? Past, present, or future? Am I replaying? Am I catastrophizing? Or am I like looking at a tiny shred of evidence here in the present and blowing it up to be horrifying? Okay. Understand where you're at. Okay. And now I'm going to teach you what to do after that question. Okay. So once you've identified where your thoughts are, you know, past, present, or future, here's what you do with them. Okay. If you're in the past, if you have identified, I'm living in the past, I am going over the sins I committed in eighth grade, and now I'm making it seem like my, some higher power is punishing me for being greedy or whatever, whatever it is, right? Because we get really good at this. Whatever it is for you, 
the first thing that you're going to do <clears throat> is I want you to harvest the lesson. Okay. Whatever you are replaying the past about, harvest the lesson. What is the lesson you want to take for that, from that? Because you're just going to leave it. All right. Take the lesson, leave the rest. It's like being at a, at an all you can eat place, you know, at some all night place in Vegas, you know, you take what you want, you leave the rest. And that's what you're going to do with the past because your baby, my darlings is not in the past. All right. If you want to live in the past, you're going to stay in the past and you're going to repeat the mistakes of the past. That is not, that is not what a woman who achieves success on this journey does. Okay. And I'm going to love you enough to say that with fervor because I want you to be successful. You've got to get out of the past. All right. There's nothing wrong with your past, but you have a choice. Are you going to live there? All right. You identify where you're at past, present, or future. And if you're in the past, harvest the lesson, just make a decision. What am I going to learn from the past? And I'm going to leave the rest. I'm going to take this nugget with me and move forward. All right. Now, the second thing, is if you are in the present, okay, if you ask yourself the question, where am I at? And you figure out that, hey, I'm actually in the present. Then I want you to really look at what is objectively true. What is objectively true today? Okay, so let me give you an example. <clears throat> if you have gotten a, you know, if, if you're in the moment where you're actually peeing on a stick or you've just received news from your clinic that your test is negative, I want you to discipline yourself here to say, okay, what is objectively true about this? Okay. And when I say objective, I mean it. What is true? The truth is that that pregnancy test is negative. It is only until we start applying meaning to that, that it starts to go sideways, right? Because if you get a negative pregnancy test and you start telling yourself, it's been negative for years, I'm never going to be a mother. Well, then you know exactly where your mind is going to go. Okay. It's going to go to fear. It's going to go to freak out, lack, scarcity. Nothing ever works for me. You're not going to make great decisions from that place. And if I haven't made it abundantly clear, if you're going to think like a woman who achieves success on this journey, you cannot waste your time wallowing in that. It's not going to help you, okay? Because all that is is reliving the past, saying, oh, if it happened this way in the past, it's going to happen the way in the future. You're not Nostradamus, okay? And I say that with love. The past is not a predictor of the future, so you want to understand it's just evidence, Okay, it's, it's just a piece of evidence. It's not a conviction, all right? That's a former prosecutor coming out in me, but you get the picture, all right? So I want you to ask, if you are spinning and you're spinning in the present, you ask yourself, what is objectively true, okay? And the reason for that is you can instantly get some perspective, okay? Now, the next thing I want you to do is after you look at what you're thinking about and you're spinning and you've, you realize I'm actually catastrophizing about the future, I'm catastrophizing about what could possibly be you know, ahead. What I want you to ask yourself <clears throat> in that moment is, what do I actually desire here? Do I, do I want to waste my time freaking out about the future which I cannot directly control? Or am I going to focus on what the next best step for me is going to be? What do I actually desire? Okay, because if catastrophizing about the future is not going to get you what you desire, it's a big mistake to waste your time doing that. Okay? Past, 
If you're spinning in the past, harvest the lesson and leave the rest. If you're spinning in the present, I want you to ask yourself, what is objectively true? If you're spinning in the future, catastrophizing about the future, I want you to interrupt that pattern and ask yourself, what do I actually desire? And am I going to get the future that I desire if I continue to spin with this? Okay. And this, this idea of saying, where are my thoughts or where am I now with my thoughts? It can inter, it can just simply immediately interrupt the pattern of spinning so that you can intelligently answer this next question, which is the third step in what I'm teaching you. Okay, this is each one of these steps that I'm teaching you this morning is building on the next. Okay, so even though I am a coach and I love woo woo, I have not left my logical and linear trial attorney side behind me. I want you to be able to implement what I teach here. So this is why each one of these steps is building upon the next. All right. And I just completely realized that I, I wasn't showing you the slides, but that's fine uh, because the slides are, ah, they're just kind of fun. That's actually me. I'm like totally segueing here right now, but that's me pregnant. I was 43 there turning 44. So just as a side note, this is totally possible for you. Age is just a number. Like it means nothing. Um, <clears throat> and then here's a picture of my son and I me and Asher. This is one of my favorite pictures, so this is the one that I always show. Um, but I'll get back to the point here, but I just wanted to like address the fact that I'm not looking at the slides and that's fine. So, but now we're up to speed on the slides. I just love you guys so much and I'm just so excited about this information. The slides are kind of like whatever, but now we're on track. So, the point of doing the previous two steps that I was just teaching you is so that you can intelligently answer this next question, okay, which is the third step. And that is what, you know, what is the best possible answer to what now, right? Because that's what we do. We spin and we start freaking out. Well, what am I going to do now? Well, what I'm going to teach you is something that most people get irritated when you do, but it's really important. But we're not talking about other people. We don't care what other people would think about this. This is your success on this journey. So the best possible answer to the question, what now, is a question. I want you to answer a question with a question. And that question is, where is the hole in my strategy? Okay, so once you have gathered a 36,000 foot view perspective of where you're at on your journey. You looked at your past, you looked at your present, and you're looking toward the future. You've identified where your thoughts are. Are they in the past? Are they spinning about the future? Or are they present? You then are going to ask yourself, you know, the answer to the question, what now, is the question of where is the hole in my strategy? Now, <clears throat> I want to be very clear about this with you, my darlings. Asking yourself, where the hole in your strategy is not an accusation or criticism. It is strategic and smart because now that you've given yourself a chance to get some perspective, you've determined where your thoughts are, reliving the past, present, or future tripping, then you can most effectively approach the question of what now and where is the hole in my strategy. That is what women who succeed on this journey do because you simply cannot keep doing the same old thing expecting a different result. 
And when you're asking yourself, where is the hole in my strategy? What you're really asking is, what am I not seeing? What have I been avoiding that I know will help me? You know, what am I not seeing? What is the thing that I've been avoiding? You know, could there be other things for me? And the reason why this is so smart is, and, and being willing to ask yourself that very important question of what am I not seeing, is that we all have blind spots. We all have limiting beliefs that blind us to opportunities and circumstances that can dramatically improve our chances on this journey. Like, for example, is your mindset a mess? I mean, is that the thing? Because I see this time and again. You know, I see women who have like these amazing treatment plans, they've got everything is perfect, all this stuff, but their mindset is a mess. And so when they come to me and I coach them and they learn how to think and believe on this journey, they learn how to do that in a way that honors their uniqueness and, and where they've been, boom, suddenly things start working. And it isn't my magic, it's because they change. And so, you know, this is again, you know, you've got the body piece nailed, but you got to have the mind piece because you cannot deny that when you think differently, your choices and therefore your actions are different. And when your choices and actions are different, it's, it's just the law of cause and effect. Your results are different. Okay. So, so that's one thing. You know, are you avoiding having a nutritionist get involved, right? You can read about all kinds of fertility diets online. You can do that all day. But, how, but are you resisting asking for help? You know, is there somebody that can actually help you that maybe you haven't talked to? Maybe you've been kind of putting that aside. Um, you know, is there an alternative treatment that you have been wanting to try, but you just haven't, you know? Have you been longing to take a break? I see that a lot as well. Like women who are just like, I just need to take a couple months off. But are you, are you not allowing yourself to do that? You know, these are all different things that you can be doing. I mean, there's a, a list of a myriad things that you could be doing differently, but you won't see it if you don't step back and ask this question. You know, another thing that I see all the time is women denying themselves certain treatments because they tell themselves it's too expensive. And what would my mother think? Right? It's like, what are you talking about? Who cares what your mother thinks? You're a grown woman. You know, you've got to ask yourself, how am I going to achieve the goal that I have set here? And you're only going to be able to do that from a, from a place that is, that honors who you are and what you really want in this life when you have the perspective and you've taken the steps that I've shared with you this morning. So next, you've got to have a plan to implement what I've taught this morning, my loves. You've gained perspective. You've identified where your thoughts are hanging out. You know, again, reliving the past, catastrophizing about the future, or maybe you have a warped view of the present. And you've got to be looking for the hole in your strategy. You know, what are you going to do with this? Are you going to take this information here and just let it kind of rot somewhere? Maybe lose your notes, spill your coffee on this? Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to go back to doing the same old, same old, which we know isn't working for you right now? And I say that with love because we're always going to be looking for how can I improve the situation, not from a place of criticism, but from a place of love and from a place of commitment to your goal. Okay, so are you, you know, what are you going to do with this? Are you going to do this yourself or you want to seek help with that? Okay, that's the next thing. Are you going to try to approach this yourself or do you want help with that? You know, because you can Google how you change your beliefs, but there are other ways to get there faster and smarter. Okay, 
And, and I'm going to be honest with you, this, doing this kind of work, it's not easy, my loves, but it's worth it. It is so worth it. And the biggest obstacle that's going to ultimately get in your way of you doing anything with this is you, right? We are our biggest obstacles. We, we love to get in our own way. I know that because I, I did it for so long. And, you know, and it's tough because if, if some of these things that I'm teaching you this morning, they're challenging, you know, your beliefs or you're starting to worry, can I actually do this? You know, am I, am I strong enough to stand up against statistics and, and to think differently when I've always done things a certain way? I know how hard that is. And, you know, here's the thing, you know, maybe being hard on yourself about this circumstance, you know, it, it's just not working for you. Okay, there is another way to do this. And sometimes when we're changing what we think and believe, it's different from what our friends and family think. You know, you got to do it anyway. We've got one shot that we know of in this life, that we know of, right? We're only working with what we know. Um, and so you got to make the most of this. You know, the other thing is sometimes we get lazy. We tell ourselves, oh, it's not that bad to be spinning in misery and to be miserable that nothing's working for me. But you got to be honest. You got to be honest with yourself. You know, that's not true. So when you're trying to change this for yourself or where things get rough or you have another negative pregnancy test, you've got to have a plan. You simply can't go back to your old way of being or tell yourself it's too hard. And, you know, it, this is a critical piece of the puzzle. And that's why I'm going to open it up for a Q, the Q&A right now. I want you to start asking me questions how can we make this real for you? Because without coaching and mentorship from someone who has actually mastered thinking like a success on this journey, you know, who's going to call on you when you have your excuses, you know, or when you're about to back off your, your dreams, because just the old way of being all the old negativity and doubt are winning. I don't want that for you because that is going to interfere with your success. And what do we know is that Fear of things not working for you, that's not the only thing that can be blocking you on this journey. We are really good at creating tons of mental blocks, but I bet you know that. So, all right, my loves, I am going to open up the Q&A right now. And look, my point of teaching you all of these steps is so that you can stop feeling and behaving helplessly when things aren't working for you. Success on this journey requires tenacity. You've got to be willing to be the last woman on the dance floor, baby. It's, it's a scary thing, but you've got to be willing to be that tenacious when it comes to your dreams, okay? They're having periods of time when it feels like nothing is working and you can't catch a break. It's just part of the deal. Don't let it take you out of the game or make your life miserable in the process. And worst of all, you don't want to look back on your journey with regret. Be or because you let your mindset or you let being stubborn get in the way of your success. Cover your bases, my loves. This isn't just about your body. You got you to get your mind right. So um, before I open up the Q&A, if you want to learn more about me, you can check me out on Instagram at Roseanne Austin Fertility. I also have a podcast called the Fearlessly Fertile Podcast. I teach loads of things there. Or if you want a chance to chat with me about mentorship and coaching, you can go to www.frommaybetobaby.com and right there on the homepage, you can request a breakthrough session with me. And I love doing that for the Circle and Bloom community. So as I said, I'm going to open this up, my darlings, for a and a I want you to be able to, let's see here, let me take your questions and I'm going to stop the share and turn on my video so you can see me here. 
Hey, my loves, how are ya? And so I wanna answer any questions that you have for me and, and give you a chance to really work with this material. Because look, if you don't get this straight in your head and, and really learn how to apply this to your life, it's not gonna mean anything. And I don't want that for you, I want something better. So if you have a question about any of the things that I was teaching this morning, or you would like to get some coaching on any of the topics I shared, I am available for you. So you, you can raise your hands, I think on your, uh, on your Zoom, there's going to be a little hand raising feature. So if you have a question for me, let's go for it. Let's do this. Pick my brain, my loves, you've got me here live. And if I was not clear, I'm willing to answer any question that you have because look, it's, you know, having achieved success on this journey, I consider it my, my responsibility in my ministry to help other women figure it out too. So, all right. So I see a question coming from Juline. Okay, my darling, I am going to Juline. I am going to have you join us there. Are you there, darling? Oh, you know what? I got to unmute you. So here we go. Are you there, doll? Oh, there you are. Okay. Oh, look at that beautiful face. Okay. But we can't hear you and I've unmuted you. So you want to make sure you're not mute on your end. Okay. So you've just muted yourself. So I'm going to unmute you. There you are. Can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you doll, but, um, we, no, I can't hear you. Ah, <laughs> You might want to make sure that you have not muted yourself on the, on the other end. Are you there? I can see you doll. Okay. Let me see if, um, cause I have, like, I know you have a question here. Why don't you type the question in? Um, and I will take it that way. Cause I'm not really sure why you're being muted because you are unmuted on our end, so. Okay, so I've got your question in there. I can see your beautiful face and now I'm going to answer it. Okay, I have identified fear of failure and feeling disappointed as a big mental block, but how do you take baby steps out of a hopeless mindset if you don't see monthly changes that reinforce a reason to be optimistically hopeful? Okay, well, what are your reasons, doll? What are the reasons that you're looking for? Are you immediately expecting a negative, I mean, a positive pregnancy test to be the thing that yanks you out of that place? Or are you looking for more incremental advances? Because the thing that we know to be true is that we don't know when your baby's going to get here, but we know that if you're committed to being a mom, you're going to stay on the track and you're going to keep moving forward. So you have to start looking. If the only thing that you're going to look for as a measure um, of success, even incremental success is a positive pregnancy test, then you're always hiding the ball from yourself. So is there something else that you can be looking to incrementally that can support you in giving yourself evidence to be excited and expectant? That would be the question that I have for you. So, so what would you, let me see. And I'm here, I'm going to try this one more time, Julene, because what you've asked is amazing. It's a fantastic question. So I'm going to see if I change you back to 
being an attendee, let's see, is that's going to help. Let me see here. Because I want to hear your response. So, Jolene, how, um, let's see, let me try this again. Because I really want to hear you, doll. Okay, one more time. I'm just going to see. Uh, yeah, I don't hear your voice. So, rather than continuing to go back and forth on this, what I would ask you to do is see if there is an incremental way for you to be measuring your success in other ways. Is there something else that other than, and because I'm going to be guessing here because I can't hear you, is there another way that you could be looking at success other than just a positive pregnancy test? Could you have a win with your diet? Could you have a win with a change in uh, hormone level? You know, because I, I don't um, know what your, your particular circumstance is, but is there something else that you could be looking at? Because I think that if that, that could be critical for you. What do you think? Okay, I'm seeing a yes. <laughs> so what I would challenge you to do is decide something today. Find something today that you can look at and, and ask yourself, hey, if I looked at this a little bit differently, if I use this as a measure for my success instead of just hanging it on um, the positive pregnancy test, could that make things different for me? Okay, all right, my darling, I thank you so much. And do you have a copy of my book yet? Okay, I want you for, I wanna reward you for asking such a killer question. If you email my team right now, info at frommaybetobaby.com, and you request a copy of my book, we'll get you one today. So thank you for asking that brilliant question, my love. So I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna mute you, well, not mute you, but make you an attendee again to, for your privacy. So does anyone else have any questions? Wasn't that amazing? I mean, Jolene was basically asking what we're all wondering, like how do I keep myself moving forward when I don't have quote unquote evidence? Well, the smartest thing you can do is look at the evidence of which you're, you're holding your happiness hostage, right? What are the things that you're thinking or what is the measure of success that you're using that might be perhaps, um, you know, contributing to the problem, right? Like Elon Musk, I mean, I don't know if you guys like him, but I love him. And, you know, he didn't immediately come up with his, you know, what, you know, the first version of the Tesla was. There were probably dozens and dozens of prototypes. Like, we have, he can't just, you know, you can't just hold your happiness hostage until you get this one thing. You've got to find a way to incrementally um, find your, you know, things to feed your optimism, okay? So, because to hold it hostage is just bad strategy. It's not going to help you. So, any other questions, my loves? I'm going to check to see here in the Q&A. Um, okay, let's see here. Okay, so I see Dr. Shilpa. We have been trying since the last eight years, but have no success, have never conceived even once. Recently, the AMH has become low. I'm 33. My husband is 39. Is there a way we can get pregnant with our own egg and sperm? Um, so, okay. So Dr. Shilpa, I mean, I don't, I mean, there's probably many different ways. And I mean, I know plenty of women who have been on this journey for a long period of time who spontaneously um, get pregnant. 
And, you know, there, there are even, I mean, because I coach so many physicians, one of the things that I hear all the time is that, look, these numbers are there as information, but they are not um, going to be the only thing. I mean, I have known plenty of women with low AMH, low, I mean, bad, bad numbers by any measure. And since I'm not a physician, I, you know, I'm a lawyer and a coach, you know, I, you know, there's, there's really, you know, I can't give you medical advice, obviously, but what I can do is help you think critically about that information. Um, I, there, there's a woman that I, I got to meet a couple years back that um, has actually become a friend and she and her husband had been trying for 20 years, 20 years. And they were actually about to adopt a baby. And on the eve of that adoption, after 20 years of trying, um, she's like, I think I'm pregnant. And her husband was like, what are you talking about? And, you know, we're about to sign these papers. What are you talking about? I mean, after going 20 years without a positive pregnancy test, I mean, you know, obviously they had moved on to other things because they were going to adopt a baby. And they go, he gets a pregnancy test from 7-Eleven on Christmas morning. Boom, she's pregnant. And so, and they ended up having a perfectly healthy baby girl. And this friend of mine is 46. So, you know, and she had terrible numbers. She was actually told that she had a less than 1% chance of conceiving even with IVF. So what I encourage you to do, Dr. Shilpa, is give yourself a chance to think critically about the information that you're being given, truly critically. Okay. And that's not to mean that, that that information is meaningless or whatever, but you want to be able to take this into the larger spectrum of look of, you know, of views, because we're talking about the miracle of life. Anything is possible. Okay. Somebody like me who had gone through so many years of treatments, I had 84 failures. I didn't have any reason to believe on paper that this would happen for me. But when I transformed what I thought and believed and I continued to refine that and continue to focus more on what I wanted than, than the fear or the past that I had. At 43, despite years of state-of-the-art treatment, I conceived my son naturally. He's perfectly healthy. If you haven't heard him screaming <laughs> outside, like, I mean, that's what's possible because the, you know, these test results, and it, I would encourage you to check out, I've, I did a podcast with Dr. Bernie Siegel, one of my personal heroes. He's a medical doctor. He's a legend in the mind-body connection area of study. He's just incredible. If you look at my podcast, I did an interview with him, and he actually goes into so many wonderful stories about how this is true and how we have more power than we think when it comes to our own healing, Okay. So, and we know that Dr. Bernie loves Circle and Bloom as well. So, you know, just take a moment. I know that this is heartbreaking. I know that, you know, you've, you've got a lot of reasons on paper to not believe, but I would challenge you to think differently about that. So thank you for such an amazing question. Dr. Shilpa, if you have not read my book, email my team, info at frommaybetobaby.com, request a free book, and we'll get it out to you as well. So, all right, Meredith. Ah, love it, love it, love it, uh, Meredith. And what is going on with you ladies? You think you're going to get away with just typing in these questions and not have, giving me the chance to chat with you? You Raise your hands. I want to talk to you. I want to see your beautiful faces live. If you've got the guts, raise your hand, my loves. I would, 
<laughs> I would love to see you live and have an interaction, but okay. Meredith, in the last step, looking for the hole in my strategy, how can I avoid falling back into the rabbit hole of Googling solutions, potions, powders, and failing and falling back into a, the obsessive mindset? Okay, now notice how I said to look back and, you know, and look at your strategy. When you ask yourself from a place of perspective, which is why I taught you that first piece first, and when you understand where your thoughts are, are your thoughts spinning in the past? Are you catastrophizing about the future? Or are you, you know, do you have a warped sense of the present? Or are you actually feeling pretty decent? That's why you want to know what your mindset is. So you've had perspective, know the state of where your mind is. And then you ask, what am I not seeing? What am I not, um, you know, what am I avoiding? You know, it's a very, you're asking it from a very calm perspective. You're not saying, what am I not seeing? What am I missing? Why am I such a failure? You see how that's very different. Energetically, it is a very different approach. It's saying, okay, what am I not seeing? What is the opportunity I'm not seeing here? Um, you know, and you, you go about it from a place of, of truly asking. It's not a place of accusation. Remember, that's why I said that so many times. What am I not seeing? What am I avoiding? Is not an inquisition, okay? It is not intended to be asked from a place of inquisition. It is truly an intelligent question being asked by an intelligent woman who loves her dream enough that she's going to ask that question with some softness and legitimate inquiry, okay? So I hope that's helpful to you, Meredith. Just ask, like, what am I not seeing? Is there something that I'm not seeing? That's it. And when you ask it that way, you're more likely to get a good answer, okay? Because what do we know about fear and freak out? Making decisions and trying to figure stuff out from a place of fear and freak out, it never happens. Do you remember what I said at the very beginning of the training? Um, you're not going to figure out a problem from the mindset that created it. Okay, because spinning and fear and freak out, that is a problem. So if you try to solve fear, you know, spinning and fear and freak out from spinning and fear and freak out, you're not likely to get a great solution. Okay, so I hope that helps, Meredith. Shannon, I'm over 40 and feeling very confident I will be a mom. That's never changed. I love, love, love hearing about other women over 40 becoming moms. Any resources for future moms over 40 you can recommend? Shannon, read my book. There are loads of women who are over 40 who are being moms. And I'll direct you specifically to the story about Tracy um, in my book. I think that is chapter five, I think. Chapter five. And uh, just so you all know, I mean, Tracy is a woman. She's 42 right now, pregnant with second baby. Naturally, um, after having like some ridiculously low uh, percentage of a chance doing that. We worked together for baby number one, worked together, baby number two is here this time naturally. And so anything is possible. My book is filled with stories like that. Um, and obviously you can always Google, you know, stories about women who triumphed. I mean, there's loads of celebrities, loads of people, you know, regular people like us who beat the odds all the time. So, you know, there's, there's loads of information and you're looking at one right here, right now. So, uh, so great question, Shannon. 
All right, Anu. Hi, Roseanne. Thank you so much for this call. So grateful ha to have you inspiring us with your podcast calls, books. I am having DOR, so worried how to handle the fear that I could have menopause soon. Okay, love, I don't know what DOR means. Um, if you could clarify that. I'm also 40 years old and my husband is 48. I get nervous we are old parents to our kids, even if we get pregnant now. So thank you so much, love you. Oh, that's very sweet. Love, you are gonna be an amazing mom at the right time, it's all good. Um, it's, I think being a mom in your forties, it's, it's fantastic. We have like a wealth of information we didn't have in our thirties and of course our twenties. And I think parenting in your forties is very different. Um, you know, by the time you're in your forties, generally speaking, not always, but you know, you've got decades of experience. You have your routine down the idea that you're going to be slow and tired. No, I mean, Asher is, you know, he just turned two and I've, I've felt like I've never had more energy. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. So don't worry about that. You're going to decide. And maybe one of the cool things for you to do as you're waiting right now, as you're moving along on your journey is for you to just take a moment and like journal anew, like journal about the mom you want to be and, and how being a mom in your forties is exactly the right time. That's what I would suggest for you. And so, you know, as far as, you know, how to handle the fear that you could be in menopause soon. Sometimes being close to menopause, your body throws you one more good egg and there are plenty of babies born uh, to women in their 40s just on the, you know, on the precipice of menopause. Like, so what I, so the bottom line here, Anu, is I want to support you to be in a place of possibility, of positive possibility. Okay, let's answer some of those self-sabotaging beliefs that, you know, I'm close to menopause and ah, you know, obviously you're not going to be, you know, you're going to um, incorporate information from your physician to determine if you're in, you know, close to menopause, because what if that's not even true? You might have another 10 years, my love, before you even get close to that. So get some information, not speculation about the state that you're in right now. So you know, I think that's going to really help you here. Get correct information about whether or not you're in menopause. Um, start paying more attention to the kind of mom you want to be. Focus on that. And you're going to be perfectly equipped, my darling, when your baby comes, when your baby comes. Okay. And so if you haven't, and I knew my guess is that if you're listening to my podcast and listening to all this, you've got a copy of my book. But if you don't, info at from maybe to baby.com and we'll get you one, my darling. Ah, I love that question. So, okay. Um, let's see, Shannon. Okay. I do not hang my hat on any of those numbers. I just don't, I just focus on staying connected to those little spirits I know will be my babies. So I love this info about mind body connection. I think I'm a future tripper often. I need to remain present and celebrate the smallest wins. Yes, that's exactly right, Shannon. You A plus, my darling. <laughs> okay, so we also hear, okay, a new, I also have this problem of researching for information and every time I get something new, I try and new to try and I get depressed, I cannot do everything. Well, look, um, what's important here is that you don't have to do everything anew. You just have to do what's right for you. Okay, that's why, you want to cover your bases. That's why getting really good 
at being clear about what you think and believe that's going to help you cover your bases because you may not need to do all of those crazy things. Some of those things don't work for a new, right? Like there are some things I just turned, I was like, I'm not down for that. I did a lot of crazy things, but I just made a decision that I wasn't going to go. I wasn't going to do certain things because it wasn't right for me. But in the very beginning, before I took control of what I thought and believed, I was out there doing all kinds of crazy things because I didn't have my head on straight. I wasn't thinking what's right for Roseanne, what's right for me under the circumstances that I am aware of and, and knowing myself. And that's, that's one of the things that we do is we end up subordinating our own thoughts and beliefs and our own values for what everyone else is telling us. So what I would encourage you to do, um, Anu, is to just say like, hey, what's right for me? And until you get clear on what's really going on for you, the woman, Anu, that is on this journey, you're not going to make decisions that are truly in alignment with your values. Because look, we all want to be able to get back to knowing and having certainty that we will not have any regrets. Okay, because that's the most expensive thing ever. People freak out about this treatment, that treatment. You know, I can't spend money on this. I can't spend money on that. We got one go around. We got one go around. There's nothing more expensive than regret. So I hope that little screed helps. Uh, love you too, Anu. So, all right, my loves, does anyone have any other questions? Does anyone want to raise their hand and ask me a question or get some coaching from me, my loves? Because you got me live here. This is your opportunity to ask me whatever you wish. And, you know, because the point of this, the thing that I want most for all of you is for you to get to the place where you can see, like, look, you, ha you always have another move. You always have another move. If you're completely committed to being a mom, you will find that other move, okay? So I want you to be able to walk away from this, be like, yes, I am, you know, I am not going to be in the place where, you know, I just get stuck and nothing's working for me. You're going to immediately do what I just said. And that is one, take a step back. Look at your journey from 36,000 feet. Two, identify exactly where your thoughts are. Am I future tripping like Shannon? <laughs> I say that with love, Shannon. Am I future tripping like Shannon? Am I reliving the past? Now, do I have a warped view of the present? Am I looking at the facts objectively? And then what's next? All right, what, you know, now that I'm aware of my perspective, now that I'm aware of where my thoughts are, where's the hole in my strategy? And say that with love, okay? And you're gonna know, because more often than not, it's what's going on up here. Um, that you you need to soften and that's going to help open up doors that you didn't even know were there All right, my loves if, if I don't see any other questions I am going to wrap this up and I just want to tell you How excited I am for you to go and apply this information Make it real for yourself. Give yourself an opportunity to have a breather on this journey Remember that desire that you have in your heart. It's there because it was meant for you you're all meant to be moms, every single one of you on this call right now. It doesn't matter where you live, what you've been through, you know, anything that you've gone through in the past, you've got to trust what's in here, okay? That is going to be more powerful than any diet, treatment, lotion, and potion. You've got to get clear with what's here. 
All right, my loves. So you have a great rest of your day. Remember, if you want to talk more with me about mentorship, coaching programs that have helped change the lives of women all over the world, just this past week, I received three more birth announcements. They just make me, they make my heart sing (laughs) from my ladies. This works. Bring both your mind and body so you have the complete picture to your journey, my loves. And I would love to be able to help you do that. Go to www.frommaybetobaby.com. Request your breakthrough session there with me. We have an all new program that's beginning and we're just super excited. You can also check me out on Instagram at Roseanne Austin Fertility and check out my podcast, the Fearlessly Fertile Podcast. So, all right, my loves, and an extra special shout out to Circle and Bloom. Thank you for making this time possible and have a great rest of your day, my loves. Take care.